Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You said I'm with uh, Jake Stringer. I enjoyed yeah. it. I yeah. did enjoy it. And there was, because you can only put two minutes on the news. I don't know if there was more to it, but this, this goes for about a minute. This is his chat about his state of mind at various stages last year. I probably wasn't in a state of mind to be comfortable talking with what was going on. Right now, are you the best you've felt in a long time? Like, it's probably the best mentally I've been, and um, that's probably helping physically as well. Um, so yeah, I'd say in that sense, I'd say it probably is the best preseason that I've had so far. When I had my foot surgery, I just really, you know, tried to figure out things in my life that I needed to figure out, and um, you know, there's things that I'll continue to work on all the way through. And can you share any of those things, or are they things you don't want to talk about? Yeah, there's things that. You know, I'm sure at a later date I'll speak about it. Do you think that comes with maturity as well and age? Yeah, it just got to the stage where, um, you know, I had to do something and, you know, I went and did that in the off-season and, yeah, I'm, I'm finding myself now in a very good position to be able to tackle a full AFL season. Tell me what you think having listened to that. Um, yeah, well, as I was listening, I'm thinking, and then you, you followed up and asked him, could you be more specific? And he said, no, which is 100% fine. He he said, oh, in, in time might talk about it. So I don't want to speculate too much about, you know, people's mental health situations no. or what they may or may not have done, but it would appear to me that he has got a better understanding of, you know, what makes him tick and what makes him um, be the best version of himself. And if he's gone and sought some help along the way, then I reckon that's a great thing. I've done it with, you know, most of the people around town these days have got someone they can talk to, whether professional or just a friend. So it seems to me that he's got really proactive in that space. That's what I took from that. And I had no there may idea. Maybe a bigger story behind it. I don't yeah. want to speculate on it. I had no idea. So when you sit down to talk to somebody, often, you know, there's been a story about them whereby they've gone and done something outside of football to improve themselves, might be physically or might yeah, be mentally, a, whatever. That's a great, I didn't know that. It's a great way of looking at it. Yeah. I didn't know any of that, right? So he was – he put it on yeah. the agenda. So for yeah. me, it was like I'm hearing this for the first yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, Nobody's yeah. backgrounded me on this. And then the curiosity is and the follow-up question clearly is, okay, well, can you talk about what it might be? I respect the fact that he didn't want to go into detail about it. But I was really – I was really – uh, you know what? I, I came away with the impression that he's sort of like the footballer, like the old-fashioned sort of style of footballer who just wants to play. You know, yeah, like, and yeah, yeah. he probably, you know, for whatever reason, there's been different parts injury or whatever that have been preventing him maybe from being the total package. And that's not a throwaway line; it's not a pun. 
but it, I, I got I got the impression that sort of you know the the marbles can drop at different stages of your life and of your age, and mm. you know when you're ready to accept all that you need to accept, and maybe ready to go outside where you are and find answers to who you are and what you are and how you can improve yourself. I got that impression. And I'm I'm only with him for say maybe you know three quarters of an hour an hour or whatever it might have been sitting down talking on camera off camera that type of thing. But I got that impression about him, and then I was really surprised to find out that his best mate at the club is Jake um, is um, Zach Merritt, and you know they sit down nearly every day and have a coffee and talk about stuff. And mm. I said, and I'm sure he won't mind me saying this because it wasn't on the record, but we were having a conversation. I said, you like the odd couple, like you and Zach Merritt would be. Like complete opposites. He said, I know. He said, but Zach knows that all the rat bags come to me and talk to me all the time at the football club. Then I can talk to Zachy about what's going on and who's where. And I thought, well, that, 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 that's a maturity in itself. Well, and what it also says is, and this is not making apologies for anything or anyone who we, we have to assess people on what we see. Not, you know, there are things happening in people's lives all the time. Mm. And he, he's been under pressure for not being perhaps as physically well-prepared as he could be at times. And I agree with that. I, mm. I think that's fair criticism. What, and, and so then you see stories like Jason Horn francis goes to the training camp with Travis yep. Buck to get himself better, right? So to do that, you've got to be in a good mental space, mm. right? As well as, say, mentally strong and aware to go, oh, I've got to get better, I'm going to mm. do this. Sometimes you can't do the physical or get the physical right unless you've got what's going on above your head right. That's right. So what I took from that is that just like Jason Horn Francis has gone to, you know, get himself physically better with Trav Boak, I think his off-season he's gone to get himself mentally better, wherever that may be or however he may do that. And mm. once he gets that right, well, then maybe he can address if, in fact, he thinks he needs to get fitter or harder or train harder or whatever the criticisms that have come his way. So it was an interesting chat from you, old... Uh, Oprah of the media world. Bob. I feel sorry for these AFL players, you know, like, because we... Which ones? Well, I, the ones on a million bucks well, or the it, ones it, on 1.2? Well, you just look at these text messages, and I'm not going to read any of them out, but you just wonder whether or not they're reflective, really, of how people think, but, but right? But you've so, been doing this job long enough to know that this is there's always going to be two or three people who want to go to the absolute worst part of it. Yeah, I understand that. I understand that. But Jake Stringer hasn't really spoken much at all. Like, he's, he hasn't been a high-profile AFL player, apart from what he's done in his playing career, mm. he hasn't been one of those guys we've heard a lot from over the, over the years. So, yeah, they pop their head up and they talk about it, and then, then they get it cut down because people, oh, too much talk. Uh, we just want to see some action. Mm. Like, how can you win in this business if you're an AFL player? No wonder yeah. they end up starting to think about the industry the way they do. That's the passion, and it's passion, and people get you know, frustration. But can't we just listen to what people have to say and then? Well, have you looked at think the, about that or talk about that? Everybody, way, just look around you. I'm just saying to people, just look around you in your own family, your own friends, all that, and think about the different problems that people have. AFL players are exactly the same. They're living with all those same problems and those insecurities about yeah. their life that your mates and your friends or your family are. Yep. Have you looked around? Like, have you looked around? You've, you would have noticed the, that's the world we live in. I know, but that doesn't mean to say that we can't reflect on it and talk about it. People want to take people down. That's the the first gut reaction too often these days is to go, well, let's just lop them off at the knees. 
Um, we're powered by Kubota. Take on any job with Kubota's mowers, tractors, and land pride attachments. Uh, of which, have you dropped any of your machinery around to my place? Uh, no, but I'm about to. I've got the uh, the wood splitter. Mm. Are you right? It's got to be. Have you got a spot inside for it in the shed? Do I, need for a wood I don't want it left out in the, yeah, in I'm, the that weather. That would help me. So yes, I have. <laughs> you have. What else you want to drop around? No, that's it. That's okay. it. Just the wood splitter. Fair enough. It's a uh, three thousand psi, whatever that means. It's a biggie. Play, uh, we we missed the whole kerfuffle about player weights too, by the way. Yeah, how, how they're not being is that something that gets you up in arms? No, it doesn't. It doesn't get me up in arms. And if there's a you know if players are unhappy about, I I, I always uh, when our when my weight was listed, I always dropped it uh, for for <laughs> four or five stone. <laughs> That's one of my earliest, oh, my, 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 one of my clearest, earliest memories of football at Windy Hill, right, was early, it would have been sort of like 77, 78. I first played in 77. So it was around that time. And sometimes I had the goal square to my myself. Well, the right? whole th- goal square. The whole goal square. So I was playing full forward, which meant you had to stand in the goal square oh, in front of the cheer, in, in front of the cheer squad. And we we're playing Richmond at Windy Hill. And the cheer squad were chanting, number 32, you got a fat ass. And after that, I was always afraid to put my real weight in the AFL record as a result well, of that. And I still think I've got issues associated with as that. As a player, I didn't have weight issues. I wouldn't like to do it now, but I got a bad haircut one day and I copped it from the Collingwood crowd about my haircut. That's, <laughs> that struck at the heart.